Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It is Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. We're going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by our friend Joey Vitale. He's the Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. Joey, how you doing today, buddy? BK, you got to be the only guy in the world who's gotten a promotion in the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, Joey. You know what? You're I'm right, gonna, Joey. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You know, I'm just gonna say how it is these days. I don't care about anything anymore. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> Listen, um, the pandemic has been good to me. I got a uh, I got a check in the mail from the government when I still had a job, and then I got a promotion. So I'm I'm not gonna pretend like this uh, this professionally has gone poorly for me. You are doing something right. You need to write. You need you need to start a blog right now about what you're doing. Well, see, here's what I did, Joey. I moved back to St. Louis for love, and then suddenly things started going well for oh, me. So I guess that must have been nice. It. Well, things started going well. I listened the other day. Things started going well until you basically uh, shouted out to all of St. Louis that you're a Kansas City Royals fan. Okay. See, Joey? <laughs> Joey, exactly. Joey, we don't have to bring that up. Smart Joey Vitale is joining us here on 101 ESPN. We're just going to skim right past the comment that he just made here. Joey, what's the Vitale household look like right now? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I, I don't know anything anymore. Like, my kids are supposed to be finishing their last day of school. They're, out, they're outside doing water balloons, and nothing's turned in. I don't know. I just, it's one of those days. Hey, I will say though, how about the invention of the water balloon? Do you guys see these water balloons? No. You like, tie, you like screw them on and they're called like bunch of balloons. I think they're called. Yeah. Yeah. That's and the like, water goes and like fills up like six balloons really? at a time. What? Oh my, no, not six. But like 20, like 20 at a time. They're all on these little tubes and, yeah. and they're, they, they get trapped by this rubber band. This guy deserves like a Nobel Peace Prize, or he deserves like a, he deserves the Medal of Honor or a Purple Heart or something. I mean, this is possibly the greatest invention in the past. I used to just spend hours and hours tying a balloon, and then my kids would just chuck it, and they say, "I need another one." I spend another ten minutes tying another one, and they just chuck it, and another one. You can fill up these bunch of balloons like twenty at a time in like a cinch. Anyway, so they're outside doing that, and we're not homeschooling or doing anything else, and that's pretty much it over here. Joey, I actually uh, used to be that guy, too, where you're running these balloons under the faucet or you're out in the yard trying to get it to stretch out big enough over the hose, and then it's a disaster. I ended up with more water on me than anything else. And then, yeah, the kids would take the balloons, turn, look at everybody, and then fire one off Dad. And so not only was I the provider of the water balloon, I turned into the target as well. So, yeah, this is a great idea. It's no respect. That's the problem. Kids don't respect anything these days. You know, like... They just fill up 20 at a time, 
I feel like I need to put those away and say, no, you're going to tie one at a time. We're, we're going to learn how to, you're going to value. There's no way to value. You know what, you know what guys, it's my fault. It's my <laughs> fault. Cause I'm the idiot that bought the bunch of balloons. I should just bought a box of regular balloons and let them just individually like just callous their fingers until they're about to bleed. Just yeah, make all them these work for it. And then have more respect. Make them work for it, Joe. Louise. We're talking with Joey Vitale here on 101 ESPN. All right, Joey, I want to bring you in on a conversation that we were having earlier because Jamie is just out here flailing in the wind right now with the pandemic, trying to fight everybody that's ever been a large human being. So the other day, he decided, you know what? I am going to call out Shaquille O'Neal. I think I could kick his butt in a UFC-style match. So we got that going on. And then today... He texts me this morning saying, you know what, this Mike Tyson guy, I see he's getting in shape. I see they're offering a million dollars to fight him. I'd do it. I'd go fight Mike Tyson. But then he put on a very interesting criteria <laughs> that would have to be a part of the fight. I want to get your interest or your perspective on this. If Mike Tyson fought Jamie Rivers on ice, they were skating, mm-hmm. and Mike Tyson got, let's say, six months to train on the ice... Who would win that fight, in your opinion, Joey Vitale? The Red Dog, without question. That without boy, Joey. Question: If you put McGregor on the ice, I think I think you could take him. Beat well, he can't on the beat. Ice. He can't beat Mayweather in the ring, Joe. So that doesn't really matter. <laughs> Did he just say well, I could yeah. beat Floyd Mayweather yeah. on the ice? He's obviously yeah. been drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of alcohol. No, hey, get this. So so rib, so ribs. He's got this switch. A lot of hockey players have the switch. You get punched I've in the head the switch. enough. And, and you're gonna. So we're playing a we're playing a charity game at McKendree College in Illinois. I don't even know where that is. It happened three two years ago. Do you remember the strips? I it's do. Yes, game. I do. He looks so ashamed right now. <laughs> we're playing a Division three men's team for charity. I'm gonna keep saying that word charity until I drive this thing home. We are raising money for. I don't even know what we're raising money for, but it's for something good. So it's the Blues alumni versus D3 men's team. These kids are, like, playing against, you know, uh, Camp Jansen and, you know, Pat Maroon or, you know, who Mike, Mike McKenna's and then that, whatever. Just, like, just old players, and they're, they're excited. In the third period, this one kid kind of rubs him off, ribs his off in, in, in the boards, like, harmless. He turns around and whacks the guy, <laughs> and starts this, he starts this kind of brawl, and then Cam Jansen comes in and fights the guy. They're bare knuckle. They're basically bare knuckle fighting at a charity game, and it's become ribs. It's become ribs as that switch. So to answer your question, he could take Mike Tyson because there is something about a hockey player's switch, and when it goes off, look out. Jamie, uh, Jamie knows I don't have that switch though because you had mentioned that you think that I can take Floyd Mayweather. Joey, I can assure you that that would not take place. You've seen me; we've met in person. I am a scrawny six-one dude that goes running from fun. Like I am not the guy that's going to be fighting Floyd Mayweather. My my point was with the skating is if you got decent balance on skates and you're going against someone who doesn't. Okay. Uh, and ribs, you know this. I mean, you can just rag out pretty much anyone. Is it? I mean. It's, it's hard enough fighting, but then trying doing it on an eighth of an inch of blade while on a two uh, inch and a half sheet of ice. I mean, it, there's some serious balance. I mean, look at a player like Ty Domi. Ribs, you played against him. I mean, short little blockhead guy. He never got knocked down because he's just squatty. He had good knee bend, and he could control his skates. He understood edges and edge work, and that's why he was so effective, even though he was so much shorter than the Bob Probert of the world. Yeah, Ty Domi cut me open for four stitches under my eye. Uh, in Toronto, we were playing an exhibition game preseason, 
And he came storming into the front of the net, and I may have uh, on purpose cross-checked him in the face. And uh, apparently he didn't like that, Joey, and so he shed the mitts pretty quickly, which it's my fault. I should have knew. I should have known it was coming. And then I took a left right to the eye, and it cut me open. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Ty Domi's got pretty good balance, Joey. Well, you know what? But you know what? You have a good name for that scar because, you know, all our scars – uh, you always want at least one scar to be like, oh, that's property of Zdeno Chara. Like, I have one over my lip. You guys ever probably know she talked to me. My left side of my mouth has got a scar on my lip, where my mouth doesn't open properly when I talk. It yeah. kind of looks like I'm being like a lazy talker. Yeah, I've noticed Chara that. smoked me the puck. Oh, he did? Really? Oh, slap shot. Right in the jaw. I milked it so bad, too. I went down. The trainers came out. And I'll never forget. I'll never forget Brooks Orpik being right there. He's like, and all I said to him was like, Joe, get up. This is embarrassing. <laughs> literally, I'm leaking. Like, there's a pool of blood. My mouth's, like, gone. My lips cut. My teeth are gone. And he just goes, Joe, get up. This is embarrassing. So I got up and <laughs> I skated it off. Joe, how many times did a teammate tell you, get up, that's embarrassing in your career? I mean, I, I've never had a teammate not say that. I mean, and, that's, and, and, and that's the problem, guys. This is a problem. The problem is... Another another problem I have is, as you know, Ribs, you grow up around these animals your entire life, these cutthroat human beings that, like, if, if you have anything wrong with you, they just call you out, whether it's a haircut or a girlfriend, or it doesn't matter. They just dig. Like, every hockey player looks at another player and is like, where can I cut this guy the deepest? <laughs> I'm going to go right there in front of everyone and just make this hilarious. And then the problem is, getting back to my problem, my problem is, then we, we, we try to handle this life the same way. So when I retired from hockey, I really struggled making friends because I, I would just behave and talk the same way to people. And, and, you, and you can't say that. I had a buddy of mine who was uh, in, in like insurance and he was on all these billboards and he you know, went to our kid's school. And I said, I said, let's call him Billy. You know, hey, Billy. So I saw you in your billboard. He goes, you know, man, you got, you got, you got to fix those teeth, though, if you're going to be on billboards. Your teeth are all freaking crooked. Oh, my God. And he, like, and, you know, so he didn't talk to me for three weeks. And so he said, I, think, I think you need to call him. I go, why? He goes, you said his teeth were crooked. I go, well, I was just joking around. She goes, I know you can't say that, though. I go, what do you mean you can't say that? She said, you can't say that to people. I go, but I say it all the time. Like, you're not talking to hockey players anymore. And then, and then you deal with your wife, and then you tell your wife, like, if she's struggling with something, you just pretty much flat out say, well, this is the reason why you're struggling, fix it. And then she kind of looks at you like, you insensitive little jerk. You know? But <laughs> that, listen, that's just, the way, that's just the way it is. This is the reason why I struggle working with Joe Vitale and Chris Kerber in a broadcast booth. I'm not used to this. It's hard. Yes. You get back into general population. <laughs> it's like being released, right? And you're, you're <laughs> thrown back into general population, and it's like a weekly meeting with HR because – you know, you've hurt somebody's feelings with either the truth or you're just ripping them a little bit because they did something funny. And, and Joey had the same problem with, with my wife, too. She, at one point, stopped and, like, visibly, like, not happy, looked at me and she said, you realize this is your house, not a locker room, right? And I was like, uh, I did not, but now I do, honey. Thank you. Thank you for letting me live. You're right. I am wrong. Yeah. Joey, last question for you. Are we going to play hockey here pretty soon? Absolutely, boys. We're going to do it. Listen, I've uh, I've been kind of keeping in touch with some players around uh, the league, current players right now. And, and for me, I don't know exact dates, but they're starting to work on getting players at least back to these cities. They're, they're going to start traveling these players back, crossing borders. It could be a two-week quarantine process once they get them through the country. So they're, they're in the process of that, knowing that they may need to sit for two weeks if they want to get this thing going, hopefully get groups together in late May, 
they need to get players back now to kind of sort some sort through the issues that they're going to run into uh, beforehand. So I think if you get players back pretty soon, uh, by the end of May, I'm assuming the health of the world and is still going in a good direction, I think players are going to start slowly getting together around end of May. Uh, I've heard a three-week camp that could be in your club city. It could be in a neutral city, depending on um, how they decide to do that. But a three-week camp, which I thought was a little bit long, but that's kind of what the proposal looks like or seems to be right now. Uh, Gary Batman, listen, he's, he's gung-ho about finishing this regular season. Uh, there's good, there's bad to it. So do you have a two-week finish the season off before you head into the playoffs? It, it's a bit of a bugaboo for teams like Detroit or teams way out of it, like the Ottawa Senators, because, what, are you going to get together, go to a camp, go through all the risks just for four or five, six games, and then go back home and then sit on your butt till November? I mean, again, that's, that, that, that to me is a little bit, little bit uh, kind of up in the air. But, you know, a three-week camp after the team gets together, a couple weeks of regular season, and then just jump right into playoffs. A lot, can, lot still needs to be sorted out, but I think as far as the wheels turning, uh, it seems to me that the wheels are moving in the direction right now for, for players to make travel arrangements to get back to their club city. And to me, that's got to be step number one, and, and it looks like uh, we're, on, we're on the road to that. Joey, we're looking forward to it. We can't wait to hear you back on the broadcast. He's the Blues Analyst for 101 ESPN, and we always enjoy having him here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. We'll talk with you again next week. All right, Joey? Thanks, boys. You guys are doing a great job. Love listening. We appreciate it, man. That's Joey Vitale joining us here on Ribs and BK and 101 ESPN. 101 ESPN presents Play Gloria, the Blues run to the cup every Thursday and Friday night. Hey, that's tonight. Hear the replay of two classic games from the Blues 2019 historic run to the cup. You relive each game with added insight and behind-the-scenes commentary from Chris Kerber. Tonight is going to be Blues versus Stars, Game 7, the double overtime winner. That is coming up tonight. We will have some commentary on that coming up shortly here on Ribs and BK. And tomorrow night, Blues versus Sharks Game 2. Pre-game starts at 6, play-by-play at 7, Play Gloria. The St. Louis Blues Run to the Cup is brought to you by Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Coming up next, it's time for questions and answers. Get yours in on the Air Comfort Service text line 65780. That's next on 101 ESPN.